Welcome everybody to the Colors of Relationships. Hope everybody is doing well. Mother's Day has come and gone. Yes. And boy, do we have mothers celebrated all around the world. Welcome to the Colors of Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Cedric Wotherspoon, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Dr. Asia King, licensed professional clinical counselor. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. I think for me, Mother's Day is about honoring the women who have set the pace for various titles and various roles of mothering. And mothering isn't from your biological mom always. It could be from any woman, any woman that has set the tone for your life. So for those who are listening, if you are a mother, whether biologically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, all of those things to any child or even adults. Adults are always looking for parental figures. Give yourself a round of applause. Just give yourself a round of applause and just a big old hug to yourself and maybe some chocolate and some flowers because mothers do matter. Parents matter, but mothers matter, whatever the pace may be for you. So we just want to take time to honor all the mothers. Said, what did you do for your wife this Mother's Day? We got together and, you know, my daughter is a mother, too. So we had a double celebration. All the family got together to just honor them. Of course, we're bringing gifts and everything. But I think the most important part is just hanging together and having a barbecue. And actually, we didn't have a barbecue because it was cold. But Mm -hmm. cooking food, bringing food out and just kind of having conversation. The mothers in our family is my daughter and my wife is about being together. I think Mm -hmm. that's the most important part. That was more important than the gifts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's about celebrating people who take on the role of, as I said before, mothering. But what is a mother? What is a mother? I think that's a big one that we have to kind of clarify and jump into. What is a mother? I think we could look at it from a U.S. perspective versus, you know, looking at mothers globally. In this episode, can we like just let's bring it home, like right here in the U.S. What is it like? And this is a question referring to you is what do you think it's like for mothers to be a mother in the U.S.? You know, and I know that looks differently cross-cultural, but we've been through a lot of stuff. So do you think the role of mothers have evolved given all the things like the, the pandemic and all the things that we mothers have to deal with today? Mm-hmm. Has that role, is that role really evolving from mm-hmm. a U.S. perspective? I'm not going to speak from a U.S. perspective because I don't have a global perspective. I'm not because you can't say from a U.S. perspective to a global perspective. You just can't because mothers across the world, period, vary. And so Mm -hmm. you have to just look at, you know, what is your personal experience as a mother? Because even in the U.S., mothers do things differently. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to speak from the perspective of U.S. versus international because I don't I don't know that part. But what I do know is as a mother of black kids, that is a realm that, you know, I'm understanding and coming in terms with of, you know, what does it mean to be a mom to black boys in particular? And it is very rewarding. It is very, I'm not going to say scary. It's not because we know that there's dangers out there. And I I do kind of reflect and think about those things, but I don't let that be my only scope on how I parent black boys. They're boys who so happen to be black. I am parenting young men to be loving, caring, kind compassionate, sensitive, curious, and just naturally themselves. You know, I encourage them to cry. I encourage them to explore themselves and explore the world and really do things kind of their way. You know, the dangers, I mean, the dangers are always going to be out there and they are what they are, but I don't want my boys to live in fear either. We live by faith. So there's so many levels to being a mom of black boys and just really trying to teach them just to be good guys for the next person that they come across. I can't even imagine being a mother in because I'm a father. I can't imagine being a mother in these days, you know, like, you know, even the image we know mothers teach boys how to treat women. Mm. So coming from, you know, like with all the social media and the roles of, you know, women and and how to navigate relationships, mm-hmm. you know, as a mother, what do you do with all of that? And I know mm-hmm. you you see all the images on social media. How do mm-hmm. how do mothers deal with yeah, this is what you see, but that's only one perspective. How do you teach your boys about how to have a relationship with a woman? Mm, you know, I'm teaching them to be friends first, get to know her, you know, and also, you know, don't over-sexualize a woman. Don't over-sexualize a woman. Don't let everything that comes out your mouth be a sexual reference you know (laughs) you know just you don't ever want to make a woman feel uncomfortable talking or being around you you know you wouldn't want anybody to make you uncomfortable when you're around them so don't ever do that to a woman and I'm teaching them from my experience you know growing up with young boys and I'm talking about boys in the sense of like school you know because I don't have any brothers or anything like that. And my parents had separated. So I didn't have my father necessarily in my house, but he was in my life. But I just remember always feeling awkward about around boys because they just they made everything so cringy. Mm-hmm. And so I just I'm teaching the boys, you know, make it comfortable. Definitely don't use any derogatory names and stand up for women. If you hear your homeboys talking, you know, ugly, you know, with the B's and the H's and, you know, stand up. Don't laugh at the joke. You know, be, you have to be courageous enough to protect women. 
Man, that's that is definitely a, cha- a challenging thing. So, what is the what is the funniest mother moment you've ever had? Man, there are so many instances where like the boys have just made me laugh. They have just made me just be tickled. You know, um, I can't really recall one off the head. The one that I do recall was when Austin, my youngest boy, was a little bit younger. He's 11 now but when he was like two or three and the boys are five years apart so if Austin was three CJ was like eight and we they shared a room at one point in time and I remember my oldest boy going into the toy box he's like mom come here and I'm like what he's like mom come here and I'm like what he's like we got a problem and I was like, well, what kind of what you are in your room, you are playing with your toys. Like, what kind of problem could there possibly be? And he's like, um, I think Austin pooped in the toy box. And I'm like, so I'm rushing. I'm now I'm rushing because now I'm like, we do have a problem. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I look this boy has taken just a handful of poop and just has thrown it in the toy box. Wow. Now, if you can think about poop, toys, a bunch of toys in a box, your mind is automatically like, where the hell do I start? Yes. So you got to disinfect the <laughs> toys. You got to pull out the poop. Like, <laughs> wow, that that is a, I would never ever would have shared that story. That was, I would have been throwing out things like, oh. well, you, hey, look, man, there's, man, so many, look at me's and look at what I can do and just, you know, your, your children just want all of your attention Mm. and that's all they want. They just want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to be understood. And so as a mom, I'm constantly juggling that place of, you know, community leader, entrepreneur, you know, not even a partner right now, but when I was married, you know, being a wife and even just being a woman, mm-hmm. you know, finding a space to be a woman, you know, because there's times when I want to dress, you know, sexy. Yeah. And like the boys <laughs> will be like, where are you going? And I'm like, nowhere. I'm just, I'm just feeling myself today. Like, I look good. Your mama looks good. Like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're my mom. You don't. It don't look good like that. Like, stop trying to put yourself out there like that. You can't be that mama that all the friends come over and be like, oh, hey, hey where's your mom at? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, heck no. Oh, heck no. In fact, their, their friends see me as their mom. Like, mm-hmm. I'm their mom, you know? Mm-hmm. But no, I remember one time we went out to like a boxing match. And, you know, all the guys are going to be at the boxing match. So I kind of put on something, you know, motherly but very like I'm here you know and mm-hmm. the guys would try to talk to me and every time they would talk every time I would move try to move away from the boys the boys were right there <laughs> I would move a little bit by myself and the boys be right there even one guy was like oh you got your bodyguards tonight huh <laughs> yes yes she does she rolls they like deep. they could tell they love their mama right I was like man man but you know I'm 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 parent I'm a mom too their friends. I remember I used to volunteer in my younger son's school 
and all the kids would just gravitate to me. And, you know, you just find comfort in knowing that people know you're a mom and there's Mm -hmm. when you're doing it well and in a healthy place, people gravitate to you and they want that motherly support. Okay, people. Dr. Asia has broken it down, the good, bad, and the ugly. Yes. So if you, in case you're not, you're wondering why I'm doing less talking, you know, because it's Mother's Day, it's Mother's Month. And so us guys get to take, the, I, I'm going to take the back seat and, and let the mothers do the, do the heavy lifting. Of course, they do it all the time. I don't want anybody writing on my page. It's like, oh, mothers do this all the time. But we're just stepping back and, and giving mothers this month and talking about issues relating to motherhood, uh, womanhood, whatever doc wants to, wherever she want to roll with this thing. I'm taking the lead and I'm I'm sitting in the seat of curiosity. And so I get to ask all the cool questions that everybody wants to know. At least the guys want to know. So, Doc, what are your takeaways? Leave us with something before we go into the next episode, because I do have a lot more questions to ask. So what is the takeaways from this episode? Mothering is not just for who you birthed. Is for anyone who is in community and is present and emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually available to those who are around. Mothering is an adventure. Mothering is stressful, but fun. Mothering is a personal experience. I don't think it's one that you can speak to across any groups or county or country or world because it is a personal experience and journey so we have to treat it as such and we have to hold it as such and just mothering overall is is rewarding I wouldn't change it for anything in the world I love my boys and I love being a mother I don't want no more kids but (laughs) I I, I do uh, enjoy the ones I have so that's mothering (laughs) awesome Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next episode. And we're going to follow up with some more mothering questions for Dr. Asia. There you go. All right. Peace. Peace. Find us on Facebook at Colors of Relationships. Follow us on Instagram at The Colors of Relationships. And find us on Twitter at The C-O-R Podcast.